All right. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to The Watchaholic. Man, last week's episode was super fun. Oh, my God. Rodney and I, which Rodney is here again. Hi, Rodney. Hello. Hello. What's up, everyone? Uh, this was uh, last week was fun. And uh, I could I didn't even want the conversation to end. I wanted to just keep I could you know, have kept talking for like a few more hours. That's the crazy thing about podcasting is that like if you've got someone or a topic that you really enjoy, like you could literally talk for hours about it. True. I'm watching a I don't know if you knew this, but there is a Boy Meets World podcast. Have you heard about it? No. Did you did you like Boy Meets World? Was that in, was I like that I like Boy Meets World. It was it was it was it was good. It wasn't like appointment television viewing, but every time it was on, I would watch it. I would oh, okay. Watch it. I, I didn't I see the reboot. It. I did not. I did never saw the Oh, reboot. Girl Meets World. I never watched. The, okay, yeah, because I was we were too old for that. But yeah, yeah, no, I loved Boy Meets World. I've seen like I could rewatch that that whole show and mm-hmm. that whole series. I think we rewatched the whole series in um during the pandemic. But mm-hmm. they have a podcast, and it's um basically. Sean Topanga and Eric. So that's awesome. Yeah. And they go episode by episode because that's the thing now. Everyone's doing it. You literally, the stars of that show will recap every single episode. I watched One Tree Hill one, One Tree Hill one, which is also one of my favorite shows. But anyway, on that show, um, Danielle Fisher, who plays Topanga, was like Mm -hmm. talking about, she's like, guys, like I could talk. Like, like whenever the hour is over, I'm like, that was an hour. Like I could sit here for three more hours and just continue to talk. And it's so true when you are talking about something that you genuinely really like enjoy. It is yeah. so easy to just be like talking, talking. And I think it's talking. when you're actually doing it with someone that you have a good rapport with. And this is credit to you. Mm. Um, when you have good rapport with someone, you can talk for hours and it's it's true and then i you know it it's awesome that they do that that they have these stars doing these things because for them it's they get to relive those yes. moments you know mm-hmm. and for that show in particular those actors they grew up on tv oh, in front yeah. of our eyes like yeah, you know you saw literally. you saw um you know Corey, <clears throat> I, I know his last name is Savage. I just, I, I forgot his syndrome. <laughs> oh, it's Ben Savage. Ben Savage. You saw him yeah. growing up. Daniela mm-hmm. Fisher, you saw her grow up, become, you know, uh, uh, men and women. <clears throat> and then with the reboot, you see them as parents. I, it's it's such a cool mm-hmm. aspect that you have these these podcasts. And that's the beauty of our podcast, that these, these uh, actors have another avenue of telling stories. Like, you know who has a good podcast? I think you told me about it. Uh, Michael Rosenblum or Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Oh, and uh, Tom Welling doing small. Tom Welling. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, or are you yeah. About yeah. One? No, no, no. That one. The, two, the, the inside. I think it's inside of you or something like that. Inside of me. That's the one that Michael Rosenblum does, where he has um, uh, actors come on and speak yes. about stuff. Yeah, like, he had I, that one first, and then now they have the Smallville one. Yeah, I've seen the Smallville <laughs> one, but then the the other one I like because he's had all these people from shows from like the WB from back in the day come back talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he had Jensen Ankles actually on it. Um, oh, that's recently. a good one. Oh. You should look it up. You would like it. I think he talked about this whole oh, Smallville. No, not Smallville. I'm sorry. Um, Supernatural, obviously. You know. Yeah. That would, see, that would be cool, man. Like if if Jensen Ankles and and Jared Padalecki, like honestly, did did one together, going into that whole history. Like you know, you have a solid 15 years of going through, um, uh, Supernatural and going. Do you into know how things. many episodes you would have to cover? Yeah, that is you would be there for like ever. Like, but those guys would just have they would have great stories, you know. Like, oh yeah, that's what I enjoy. Bring back some of the actors. Bring back Mm -hmm. the actor that played Bobby and the actor that played um uh, um what's his face? 
the demon that's Castile? Oh no, Castile, but no, the other guy, um, uh, the British dude. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Um, the guy who played Lucifer? No, 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 no. There's who? a guy. Uh, he was at first he came in. He was kind of a bad guy, but he kept coming back. He was like kind of like oh. A, <laughs> I yes. forget his name. I forget his name, but I know who you're talking he, about. Yes, yes. He yes, is yes. so that guy, man. Yeah. yeah Anytime he's on a show, I love him. Like I don't know. I don't know if I think Supernatural just trained me to like just love this guy. But mm-hmm. this guy, because he was on um, there's a DC there's a DC show on HBO Max called Doom Patrol. Highly recommend it. Um, he's on that show. And he almost plays kind of a similar Crowley, Crowley, Crowley. Crowley, that was a, that's yeah, his name. He kind of plays a similar character to Crowley. Uh-huh. So it's like when I see him, I just instantly like I'm like I gotta like this guy. Like I can't hate him because yeah. he's yeah. fucking Crowley. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's certain actors that you just have this affinity for. But oh, yeah. anyway, going back to what you're talking about, um, I agree. When you speak to some, when you speak about a, a, a topic that you love, you can just. Talk for hours. And last, you talk for hours, yeah. Last week when I saw the clock, I'm like, damn, like we got to end this thing, but I want to keep talking. But I saw so I'm glad that we're here today. Like I told you last, this week, earlier this week, I'm like, I, Mel, I can't wait for Friday. Yes. Last night, I was like, dude, I cannot can't wait. wait. And we're here. And so we're I'm here. Like, Thank yeah. you for having me back on. I appreciate of it. Of course. I'll have you on all the time. Oh, like, heck yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All the time. Um, but okay, so let's catch up on some news yes, of yes, the yes. week or the last, like, since last time we recorded. So since then, in our last uh, podcast, we talked about Black Panther just in general and like who mm-hmm. we thought was going to mm-hmm. be black panther we talked about the trailer or the teaser and then literally the next day i think it was like the next day or that monday i forgot what it was mm-hmm. they released the trailer for uh wakanda forever yeah and in it it pretty much shows that it's going to be shuri at least we think it is yeah. um uh, you know there's so many rumors and lots of little things going on about there about how like well you never know maybe it's there's gonna be more than one black panther um things like that i know Leticia right was on what was it was she on fallon fallon, yeah, I think it was fallon she was on yeah. yeah she was on fallon and she was like oh nobody's actually guessed it yet but you know you never know that's all publicity she has to say that she can't be like yeah they they announced that i was not gonna it. say anything yeah. yeah yeah she has to kind of still keep the she's not Tom Holland. She's not gonna. She's not gonna. Oh reveal my god! Anything. Oh Tom Holland. Have have you seen that meme? Of it's I don't know if it's a meme, but it's also like a video where it's like this guy, um, an English guy, is interviewing Andrew Garfield, and he's like, "Hey, um, so oh, I he have tries a to video. FaceTime him. He tries to FaceTime. No, him no, 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 oh, no. Okay. He's like, ah, there's a video. He's like, uh, he's like, I was there the moment." That Tom Holland realized that his soul left his body when he realized that he just spoiled something. Have you seen this video? No, I gotta find oh it. Oh my god, it's hilarious. I'm gonna look for it. So I'm yeah, he's like it. interviewing like Andrew Garfield and he's like, Oh, like I knew you were gonna be in it in this moment. And he replays the video for him. And he's like interviewing hit, uh Tom Holland and Zendaya. And it's that scene where Andrew Garfield catches mm-hmm. Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Or MJ, excuse me, because she's not Mary Jane. She's, she's MJ not, in this MJ. one. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> he she uh she's just like, Oh my god, it was so scary. And then Tom says, Oh yeah, it was so great. I wasn't there, but and then <laughs> he says, I wasn't there, and then like the the camera like slowly pans to Tom Holland's face, and you could see his soul lift like leaving his body. Cause he's I just like, it. you know, I wasn't there, but and then it's just like <laughs> 
he's just oh, like, like you can see it in his face and he's like oh my god what the hell did i just say it is you have to find it it's on it's like everywhere it's hilarious when he's just like oh poor i wasn't kid. there i was like tom holland is the worst poor kid man you know what that you know what that's that's just that's just him being excited and being i so, do like, love I, tom holland i yeah i, yeah, I like him a lot him, i think yeah. he's a he's a special uh he's like a special spirit when it comes to like you know these movies and I just, you know, I, I, I would love, I want to see more from him outside of MCU. I mean, I didn't get to see the Uncharted movies, um, <clears throat> the Uncharted movie. I had an issue with that film, even yeah. though I didn't see it, which is messed up. I shouldn't have said that, but I don't know, because when I think about that, I love that video game is awesome. I love that video game. Mm-hmm. And the character of that video game, Nathan Drake, he's, he's, he's played by a man. You know, I'm not saying, obviously, Tom, you know, Tom Holland is a man, a man but like, but- but this, but, but Nathan Drake is like a man, man. He's like 35, you know, kind of like, you know, like when I think yeah, of Nathan on. Drake, you think about, you think about like, you think about an Indiana Jones type, you know, you think about maybe like, I guess like a, I don't want to, you know, Chris Pratt. I, I didn't want to use Chris Pratt because he's but in everything. Mark but Wahlberg he's in that movie? Well, this is the funny thing about that movie. I, I know we're digressing and I, I knew this was going to happen. But this is the funny <laughs> thing about that movie. Mark Wahlberg was supposed originally, like, I think when they pitched this idea five years ago, or more because this mm-hmm. video game has been on for a while. He was supposed to be Nathan Drake. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why wasn't he? I think maybe Sony was like, you know, they don't want to go mm-hmm. that direction. They want to go with someone younger, and you know, they got they got the it guy right now in Tom Holland. You know, he has a fan base off of Spider Man. You know, let's let's use this guy, which is mm-hmm. a smart move. I think. I think it does make sense. You know, Tom Holland is is a brand name, especially. Amongst the demographic, so yeah, yeah, you attach yeah. his name to a movie, people are gonna flock. And then they were smart on releasing uh, um, Uncharted right after um, Spider Man. Yeah, no, that you know, I don't know how well it did box office wise, but the way I see it is, if you're coming off of the fame of um, Spider Man, and then you say, oh well, guess what? If you like Tom Holland and Spider Man, you're gonna love him as you know Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Mm-hmm. This movie comes out a month and a half after Spider Man, and it did. And again, I don't know how well it did, but um, you know, he I, again. I want to see him. I want to see more of Tom Holland outside of the MCU realm because I think that's one of the things with the MCU. Um, a lot of the actors in the MCU outside of the MCU, they don't really do well, do particularly well. Well, there's some that do and some that don't. Well, Zendaya is killing it. Well, Zendaya is different. Zendaya is on a whole other level because she came in with fame after before. True. You know, same thing true. with like a true. like a. Same thing with like Chris you know, Scarlett, you know, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, like those people came in with fame after, after I mean, before that, you know. So mm. I would love to see, and, and I think Tom Holland is working on some like big projects from what I from what I've read and stuff. So it's exciting yeah, to see to what he's going to do. Yeah, he needs to break on social media too and stuff. Good like, for him. Good for him. Yeah, he needs to focus, it, he, if he wants to focus on 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 himself mm-hmm. and his and his personal life, I know him and Zendaya are in a relationship, and I love them together. God, um, I ho- oh my God, the day that those, please, I hope. I mean, it's Hollywood these days. It's Hollywood, you, man. I don't like, want, I don't really honestly I don't buy half of the relationships there. I feel like it's all kind of like a publicity stunt, but <laughs> for them, for them it's like they they seem they actually seem like they're really good. They have a good they're good friends, like really yeah. like just genuine, you know, people with each other, which you know what? It's refreshing to see that. And I hope it's genuine. I hope it's real. And I think you know, it's real. I just don't know if it'll last because it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. But because yeah, like there know. there's like those couples that you're like, oh no, like they're just so good together. I don't want them to break up. Which is so weird because like yeah. they're just people. But we but as an outside person, you're you 
you're just like, oh my god, but it's like them. It to yeah. me, and this is like completely left, like has nothing to do with movies. But it's, to me, it was like Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, like them together. I was, I loved them when they broke mm. up. I was actually devastated. <laughs> a lot of people were. A lot of people were yeah. because they were they were very cute. They were like other. friends. That's the thing because they were friends yeah. for such a long time. And then there's like this whole history where you find out Sean Mendez was like in love with her like the whole time and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And then they finally get together and it's like yes it's like a movie you're like yes they get together and then they break up after like three years or something like that and i'm like oh it's the pressures of that world though that world me 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 and my wife we talk about all the time when it comes to like hollywood and you know we have a we have belief that it's all kind of a lot of it's just bs it's you know publicists getting together hey you know this person has an album coming out. This person has a movie coming out. Let's let's get together and let's lead up to that and then whatever, yeah. whatever. Oh, absolutely. I think it's I think it's like mm-hmm. that. Um, like it's mm-hmm. funny. My wife's my wife's biggest um thing the the two people that she she's always said this. The two people she's always wanted together as a real couple. She said, and and I agree because they're always on screen. They're just perfect. Is George Clooney and and Julia Roberts? Like she says, those two. And they have a movie coming out, which is ironic. They have a movie, and they just had yeah. an interview where they asked them, and they're like, "Oh, we made." They like, probably would hate act. each other in real life. I yeah, think. I think like if they were together, they would probably be like, "No, nah, we can't do this." But yeah, they said from the beginning that that was like something that they were like, "Absolutely not, we will never date." Like they like that is like a thing that they set from the beginning that they would yeah. never ever do. Yeah, but it's funny. It's like they're so good chemistry wise on screen mm-hmm. together. Like I mean, one of my favorite trilogies of all time is the Ocean's Eleven movies. Like I love those movies just because they're so fucking cool. But it's just their dynamic on screen together was great, and and you know, like I love George Clooney. I just he's one of my he's one of my. Uh, you know, I met his kids. My, Get out of here! <laughs> when I was working at Disney, <laughs> I met his kids. Yeah, they came to meet Mickey and Minnie. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So was it's- it? Were they there? Was George in a mall? No, there? George wasn't there. But I like obviously he was there with his wife, but he wasn't in the room. I think his wife. I think I met his wife. Mm. I think the I think the wife was in the oh, room. Yeah, I spent yeah. like I don't know how long with these kids. Like I was in that room for like a yeah. good amount of time with these kids. I love I love George Clooney. I just think he's such a cool dude. That's my it's one of my guy crushes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like he's he's just he's like he's just really fucking dope. He's really cool and. Um, yeah, so my wife always said, oh, man, they would be so awesome together. And I tell her that. I'm like, but you know what? They probably, in your mind, they probably are. But, like, they, that shit probably wouldn't last. And then we both kind of laugh about it because, you know, it's just, but it's Hollywood, man. Yeah, it's, it's Hollywood. Like, it's you just, just like to, like, be like, oh, it's like it's, it's what you said. Listen, it's like you, 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 you start off as, like, a spark. Then it becomes a firework. Then it explodes and it's over. You know yeah. what I mean? And oh, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't happen. Like, you know, you think about couples in Hollywood. You think about, like, you know, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Uh, they've oh. been together for so long. God, I and hope then, they don't get divorced. Yeah, I hope. I hope because this is you just never know at any point. Like you know, and then you. I don't know. Have you heard all the? Again, we, we're digressing so much. <laughs> but have you heard all this fucking drama with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Oh yeah, dude, that's spicy. And then like supposedly like a lot of people are saying like yo like you know Brad gives off as he's like this really nice guy and apparently he's not like to the point where you could find it on Instagram. Pax, you know, uh, uh, one of the kids that Jolie. Um, oh, the yeah, yeah, the, he, the like, Asian he posted, boy, yeah, he posted um, like a fucking really like nasty um, thing talking about Brad, like, like he, fuck, he's talking about Brad, like, damn, yo, like, and, I and mean, then, he like, was there, so it's like, yeah, so apparently, like Brad, you know, and, this, and I hate talking like this because we don't know. No, this is this is a, 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 you know, this is a this could be a whole other episode, but it's like. 
you know, we kind of, we, I think we talked about like kind of cancel culture before, but it's like, we really need to be careful on how we go about discussing things about people. This is, this are their personal lives. This is their private lives. And, you know, you can't, you know, you know, you don't, sto- you don't throw stones in a glass house. You know, we all have kind of mm-hmm. our skeletons in our closets. We all have mm-hmm. our faults and our issues. So, you know, whatever happened between Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie happened between them. That's how I felt about the whole Amber Heard and, and Johnny Depp thing, which again, Ooh. you know, public perception, everybody went on Amber Heard's side at first. Like, oh my God, Johnny Depp is this asshole. He's this guy, da, da, da. Johnny Depp fucking ended up losing work. Yeah. And, and look what happened. Johnny Depp ended up being like, okay, let's go to court then. Let's try to prove this. He won because yeah. he fucking, you know, granted, you know, he did it. And, and I felt weird even looking at that stuff because I'm like, this is their private lives. Like, I don't, I don't want anybody going into my private life looking into mm. shit. But I yeah. understand why Johnny Depp did it because Johnny Depp said, listen, I may come off as a scumbag, which he kind of did. But he's going to be like, but you're going to come off as a bigger scumbag from trying to make me look like I am yeah. the bad guy here. So he yeah. said, you know what? If I have to stab myself with the sword that's going to get you, I will do it just to show people that I wasn't that guy that you painted me to be. Yeah, because he, he wasn't did. painted in like a glorious, like I'm an angel either. But he wasn't no. what she, she said. Made, yeah, yeah she what she bad. said he did. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. There's, oh my God, it was bad. There's a lot of, there's a lot of memes out of that shit too, man. That, oh, so that whole courtroom thing was, and you know, it's funny. He was there and he was just like, Johnny was like, yo, he's, he was enjoying himself. Like he's like, yo, I'm, I don't give a fuck. You know, Johnny's Johnny's at that point where he's like, oh, absolutely. Johnny, Johnny has Johnny has what they call fuck you money, where it's like, <laughs> yo, I have so much money, it doesn't really matter at this point. So Johnny could be at the Johnny's the type of dude I feel like if he didn't have to act anymore for the rest of his life, I think he'd be happy. Like he'd be okay. Like he he loves acting, obviously. That's his craft. Yeah. But Johnny's at the point where he's like, he's probably at peace with just being like somewhere with a guitar and just like driving around. He'd be happy doing that. Yeah. So I think he he was like, you know, whatever happens from here happens. I just need to clear my name out there for everybody to know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess it worked. You know what I mean? There's a lot of rumors of him like, maybe coming back to Pirates or something. Like there's a Yo, lot of there's I a like, lot of stuff. If I was Disney, I'd be like, oh you'd be like I mean, Disney looked bad though, because it's like, yeah. yo, you fired this dude based off of allegations that ended up being all false. And that's what yeah. I was, and just to circle back to what we we're talking about, it's like, you never know with these things. There's so many stories out there. Oh, this person's alleged to do this. The word is alleged. We have to wait and see what happens. You know, you can't, you cannot go and, and, and automatically assume things because, you know. And you can't assume things based on someone's sex either. You know, mm-hmm. because just because you're a guy doesn't mean that you went yeah. and abused somebody. You yeah. know, it's not that women can't, you know, really. It happens. It happens both ways. And everybody has. Yeah. Listen, it's a double standard a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a reason to, to, to feel however they feel. Mm-hmm. I've always said this, and I know this has nothing to do with movies or anything. I've always told my friends this, my guy friends especially, because again, like you said, guys are held to a different standard than, than women. I've always said this. Guys, if you're ever in a situation with your lady and you feel really upset, you feel like, you know, and because what happens a lot of times is with some, with some women, not all, you know, you, you escalate the situation, almost provoking a situation. Oh, I yeah. Tell them if it ever gets to that point, I need you to promise me you'll get up and you will leave. Get up and leave the room, leave the building, leave the location. Just go. Go. Do not stay there. 
because you never know a person's intentions. And then mm-hmm. not only that, you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen to you. At any moment, you can snap. And you can snap in a way that you do not expect. Mm-hmm. It could be a verbal way. Sometimes it could be a physical way. And you don't mean to do it. It's just that we all have our... It's kind of like that kid yeah. that gets bullied every day at school. You know, there's going to be a moment where that kid that gets bullied is just going to go and they don't give a damn and they're just going to punch the bully in the face. They're just like, I don't care. Yeah. So, you know, again, I don't, I don't mean to kind of go into this topic, but it's just like, it's it's just best to just avoid any issues like that and just get up and leave the situation. Mm-hmm. De-escalate it by leaving. Yeah. No, it's so it's true. Not, yeah. Mm-hmm. You no, know, it's just how it is. But listen, yeah. let's go back to our So topics. I just want yeah. to remind everyone that what we were supposed to be talking about was Black Panther. <laughs> and we ended with talking about. <laughs> Yo, what is going on? <laughs> oh, man. Literally, but- the first opening sentence was okay, so we're going to talk about the Black Luxury like, is. Black Panther. And now we're talking. Well, but she knows what she is. She's Black Panther. Remember I, when we come I sent you the trailer. I was like, well, I guess the cat's out of the bag. Yes. Yeah. That's what the you said. Yeah, yeah. The and then I, the watched, bag, I yeah. went and watched the trailer and I was like, oh man, okay. So I mean, not, right uh, now, where are your where like are your hype? Here. Where are your hype levels in this movie? Where are your hype levels right now with Black Panther? Oh, I'm I'm hyped. I'm I went to go see if I could get tickets, but the thing here I just hate it is because and also like um um the thing with movies here at least in Canada I live in Canada by the way um is that like I can't get regular tickets until it's closer to the date because they will only put the ones that are like ultra AFX you know the really the the extra featured like Mm -hmm. um tickets on sale first so Mm -hmm. I'm like I have two of my really good friends that we uh, go and we watch movies a lot together especially like Marvel movies like we're really Mm -hmm. big into that and I'm usually the like leader being like all right it's coming out opening day we're going (laughs) so I went to go see what the tickets were for Black Panther because I want to get my ticket and so annoying because they only have the show times for all of the like more expensive stuff. Yeah. So I kind of have to wait, but I'm hyped. I definitely am excited to yeah. see this. Yeah, um, I, 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 it's, I feel the same way. I'm, I'm excited. Are you um, going opening weekend? Yeah, I'd like to. I definitely yeah. would like to go opening weekend. Um, I usually go with my wife and then usually my, my sister in law and, and her husband. We usually tag along on stuff. But it's funny. I feel like, um, and I, I don't want to digress too much off topic. I feel like the whole, I feel like with them, especially with the group that I go, I feel like the superhero thing is really like just tired, fatigued on them because uh... I don't hear, I don't, I don't hear as much juice on this. Like usually when we talk about movies, we always talk about things, and I don't hear them talking about it too much. So because I'm usually the the hype train behind it. So yeah, like me, <laughs> I've like I've like completely just stopped talking about it because. Like I, you know how you, you know how they say, "Oh, read the room." Yes, you could tell. I've, like, I've kind of like said, you know what? So like, like for instance, Black Adam's coming out. I'm I'm gonna go see Black Adam. Like you know, I'm a DC guy and I'm gonna support it. And we're gonna go into Black Adam in a few. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I want to watch it. And I've thought about, oh, should I tell them, hey guys, let's go see Black, you know, Black Adam. But I also know they're not as excited as I am, and that's okay. You don't have to be like just because other people are not excited for what you're excited for doesn't um you know kill the vibe for you if you're excited and you're happy for something be excited and be happy for it mm-hmm. so like i know for instance the one movie coming out this year that i know that 
we're all gonna be like, oh yeah, we're going day one is Avatar because you know Avatar. Oh is, yes, is an, it's that's an event still, film. Yeah. Even though no, I don't. You know, oh, God, we're fucking going off the topic again. But <laughs> okay, can I can I ask you a question? And I need you to be honest with me. Avatar two. I feel there is no hype for this movie. Like, it comes I don't out in hear, December, and yeah. I know, but I just, I, I don't. I'm not gauging a sense of like excitement. Like no, like no one is talking about this movie. No one on Twitter, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm on Twitter a lot, you know, and I'm on I'm on YouTube looking all the time. No one is mentioning this movie, and it's like I'm kind of like, that's that's like, but I, you know, but then again, it's like movies now are marketed so different because I remember before when it comes to marketing, they would market movies out months in advance. And now it's like, no, 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 we're marketing movies like maybe three weeks before it releases, which is, which is, which is insane. Same. Like I'm yeah. looking at it with, um, with Black Adam and stuff, but again, let's, let's move on. And when we get to Black Adam, I'll go into that whole thing. So, um, so yeah. Wait, uh, I you had a question. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to go off topic. Stuff, but well, okay. What's your level of excitement with, 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 with Avatar? Are you like, oh man, I'm so, you know, I'm so hyper. Are you kind of like, I'm excited. I'm going to go see it. Oh, like, I'm definitely like I, I'm not like hyped, but it's because we haven't had a trailer. Like I think we had one, just one. Like we a, only a had teaser. one. It was like the teaser. Like there, it just which showed was like fucking, which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, and I did actually on my YouTube channel. Um, I did a reaction to it, and that video actually like did really surprisingly slowly, really, really well. Like I got a lot of views on that video. Oh. Um, which is so it's such a random one. It was like Avatar out of all mm -hmm. like everything else that's like much more popular. Like that mm -hmm. video for some weird reason like was really popular. Yeah. So I think when that came out, I think people were either because that movie also comes with its base of I hate that movie. It's bad. It's a repeat of uh, mm -hmm. What is it? What are they comparing to? Dances with wolves, dances with wolves, fern gully, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people who are like, "Oh, I don't care. I love it." And I'm more on the "I don't care. I love it." I think that I've seen that movie like I don't know how many times. Anytime it's on TV, I sometimes I even get in the mood. Like it's a to me, even though it's a long, it to me it's a rewatchable film. But mm -hmm. that's just me. So I am definitely in the boat of I am excited and I will definitely be there. I'm just waiting to see when the next trailer is going to drop because yeah. I heard it's and I they did an interview with Zoe Saldana and Sam Sam Worthington yeah. Worthington. And it's weird because they're just so much older and they're like, you know, yeah. we went into this film and it's like one, we're older, Ten we've got ago. kids, we've got like, you know, we're in a different time frame than like when the first when we filmed the first film. And, you know, they talked about their experience being on it and how different it was and how they had to learn to, like, you know, they filmed underwater. Like, they learned to hold their breath for, like, six minutes. Do you know what holding your breath is for six minutes? Like, that's not easy. It's no. hard to even do 30 seconds. And, like, Zoe was like, yeah, I got up to six minutes. That is absolutely nuts. They were yeah. trained by Navy SEALs. Like, you know, it's, like, yeah, James Cameron. Well, when you're, That's what I'm going to say. Listen, you that's the one. This is the one thing where we're with Avatar. This is what I. This is why, and I've always said it. This is why I'm, I, I said like, oh, the, I don't hear, I don't feel the juice or anything. That's the one thing, man. That's the one thing is fucking James Cameron. You, you know, you know, you are going to get something special. That man is, that man is, uh, that man is something else, man. James mm -hmm. Cameron, you know that. You're gonna get 100% top notch, just everything. And he is—he's a perfectionist. Like 
James Cameron to me is like, you know, I mean, he's one of the goats, you know, he's up there with Spielberg, with Scorsese. Oh, absolutely. Yes. To me, you know, like he's, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a kin to, you know, my guy, Christopher Nolan, like they're like, there's just, you, there's certain directors that you don't even need to put the actors, you just put their name on it, his name yes. on it. And yes. James Cameron is that guy. And he does a movie every 10 years, literally. It's every 10 years. The last Avatar was 10 years ago. He didn't direct anything since then because he's been working on this movie. And then the interesting thing is we're going to be we're going to be getting Avatar movies. I think it's every year, every other year for the next four years. Yeah, because he I think he shot. I don't know if he shot them back to back or I don't know what the process is. But yeah, I can't remember. I don't, I don't think. They but I think I think yet. next year we're going to get another one of the year after. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. and then I don't know if you heard. He said he's like. He is, he's doing, he's just in the Avatar business. Once he's done with Avatar, that's it. He's retiring. Oh, I didn't know that. This is, is, according to him, he said that once he's done, he's done. He's done. I mean, isn't Avatar still the like, is it Titanic or is it Avatar? Which one's still the highest grossing movie ever? I don't know. I I don't know. Because I don't know. You got to add inflation to it too. I don't don't really know who's the number one, but I mean, Avatar is up there. If it's Avatar, it's still, because I know Titanic held that for a very long time. Avatar held it. It got re-released, by the way. It got re-released recently. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And, And, you know, they pushed, they were the ones that pushed. Yeah, is it Infinity. Infinity War went up there. Is it Infinity or is it Endgame? One of them went up there as like one of the like also one of yeah. the highest grossing yeah. films of all time. But if it's Avatar and it's Titanic, those movies are by James Cameron. That man is like a Johnny Depp. He is set for life. Like he, the funny he, thing, he doesn't need to do anything. And you know, the funny thing is, those to me aren't even his best movies. To me, in my opinion, the best movie he's ever done is Terminator. Terminator Two. two. Yeah. I mean. That movie, ah, oh God, like we could, I could literally dedicate a whole episode to Terminator Two. Terminator Two is a film that you can watch it now, and it's better than half the movies that have come out. It's yeah. such a and what, what year did that movie, movie come out? Eighty. I wanted to say it came out in ninety, eighty nine, oh, ninety. I think oh, it was early. I remember going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were you were literally a baby. I remember so. going to. I remember going to Concourse um, Plaza with our cousins to go see freaking. Terminator 2. Damn. Like, I loved... Terminator 2 was just... It was a phenomenon. And T-1000. Like, there's just so many iconic things that came out of that movie. Like I said, to me, that's... And then there's some people that might even say, oh, nah, that's not his favorite. That's not the best James Cameron. The best James Cameron movie is Terminator 1. No, the best James Cameron movie is Aliens. People forget he directed Aliens, the second yeah. one, which a lot of people said is better than the first one, which is considered a class. Yo, James Cameron, again, that man's GOAT status is unrivaled. In so many ways. And again, he has a reputation of being a tough guy to work with. But I think it's because he demands so much from his actors. Oh, yeah. When you, see the, when you see the end product of it, you'll be like. Oh, I get it. It's kind of like it's kind of like Michael Jordan. And in, in, I don't know if you ever got to see the documentary on. Oh, yes. Yeah, last Dance. The Last Dance. Like, yeah. Michael Jordan was a fucking total asshole. He was a yeah. tough bastard. But look what fucking Michael Jordan did. Look at the championships they won. Like, it's just when you work with people like that, yeah, it may be tough. You may have to have tougher skin than normal. Mm-hmm. But the end product is unrivaled. And yeah, I think that's, 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 no, that's absolutely true. I no, think that's what's going to no. happen with this movie. I think I'm saying all this now. And then watch when we do the review episode of it and we say, oh, man, it was awesome. I loved it. And then we see, oh, shit, this movie's made $2 billion. Then we're going to be like, remember when we were talking about how it didn't have that much? <laughs> like, here you go. Oh, it's definitely going to make. Yeah, it's gonna make. Movie. It's gonna make. It's and gonna make bank. It's, it's. I think. I, I mean, I am surprised that they haven't released more footage. And he is probably just keeping that real. And who knows? They're probably still working school. on it. He's old school. He's not gonna. 
he does not adhere to movies now, how they market movies now, how they go. So you, if you look at a movie now, you look at trailers now, trailers literally give away the entire movie. You could watch a trailer and you can see the beginning, the middle, and the end of the movie. You can literally figure out a movie. Yeah. He's not like that. That's what I'm saying. He reminds me a lot of Christopher Nolan and, and or I should say Christopher Nolan reminds me a lot of him and, and, and Spielberg. Like they go into where they're like, listen, the movie is the gift. This is just you opening up a little bit of the corner of the gift. Yes. And you get to see what yes. the corner is. That's what a trailer yeah. is supposed to be. You're not supposed to open up the whole thing and be like, oh, it's this. No, 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 no. And again, it's Avatar. You already know. You, you, you saw part one. You don't need to see much more. No, no, no. That's why, honestly, mm-hmm. that last trailer, I think, did a lot for me. If they give me another trailer, I don't need a, like, I don't need a fucking three-minute-plus long trailer. Give me like a minute-and-a-half trailer. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. that's it. I don't that's need it. anything more because I already know what I'm I'm already, I already know what I'm in for. I already mm-hmm. know what I'm getting, and that's it. But again, I'm, I'm, you know, that's the one movie that I know that as a family, everybody's like, yeah, we're in for Avatar. So... Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, like I said, uh, when it comes to like certain movies, I think, I think maybe like, I think we had talked about it last week. I think maybe there is a, a fatigue, especially with like superhero movies and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Okay. Well, then this can bring me into my next topic. Okay. Speaking about fatigue. So, and th- we, I thought about this while we were talking and I was like, oh, I want to talk about this. The whole situation with that, um, the Billy Eichner movie, Bros. That came ooh, out. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, that yeah. whole that's a hot topic. On that's that a hot yeah. topic, and mm. and it is true because people are going to the movie theaters to just see one kind of thing. When was the last time you can remember that you saw a movie that wasn't like other than Top Gun that wasn't like a action film? Like wow. who? Like when was the last time you could say like I went to the movie to go see a romantic comedy? Uh, oh, actually, no, 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 bullshit. I I went with I went with my wife and we went to go see Marry Me. Oh, you did? I actually saw that movie. I saw it on the plane. <laughs> we saw Marry Me. We saw Marry. That was oh, a date did. night. That was a oh, date okay. night thing. Okay. Because you know what? I recognize that you're 100 percent right. Um, it's a movie, but this is this is what we this is what we've kind of I feel like we've had this conversation on a podcast, but we've I probably had this conversation on text or on the phone. Yeah, movies. And movie studios have changed. We cannot go with the concept that we had before pandemic, and even even before pandemic. Um, uh, it's just even pre-pandemic. Studios are different now. You're telling a studio, "Hey, listen, I want a hundred million dollars to make this movie." Studio is going to be like, "Oh, what kind of movie is it?" Oh, it's a romantic comedy, blah, 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 blah. Or it's a courtroom drama, blah, 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 blah. Studio's going to be like, why do you need $100 million to do this movie? Oh, well, we got to pay this actor, actor A, yeah. actress B, um, director C. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the studio's going to look at what are my returns going to be? Studios now are a lot more conscious on giving out big money. They're, a lot of them are very scared of doing it. Because if they're going to give out big money, they want big returns. And this is, we spoke about it last week, this is the, this is the MCU effect. This is literally the mm-hmm. MCU effect. Studios are looking at the money that Marvel Studios has made for Disney. And they see the returns. And they see that, well, 
we want returns like this. So if a movie does not get returns like that, they think it's a failure. And it's bullshit. It's not. One of the reasons that, um, and it's funny, I'm bringing it back to superheroes. One of the reasons why the whole Warner Brothers thing with Zack Snyder, one of the major reasons why that whole thing went AWOL. There's two reasons. Man of Steel came out. Man of Steel did well. It didn't do amazing. But remember, you're introducing a new Superman into the mold. And you're introducing another superhero franchise into the mold at that point. And it didn't do buco bucks like um, uh, Avengers did the year before. Because Man of Steel came out in 2013. Avengers came out mm. in 2012. Mm-hmm. So it made, I think Man of Steel made like 670 million total box office. So a lot of people say, oh, it flopped and this and that. And it didn't flop. At the end of the day, you're introducing a new actor as Superman, a lot of people that a person that a lot of people wasn't familiar with. And then that led into Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman, I think, made I think it made 800 and something million. And people said, oh, this should have made a billion. And it's like, mm. well, it didn't make a billion because um X reasons X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think bringing this back to the, to the forefront of what we're talking about, studios were looking at, well, Marvel's doing it, and why can't we do it? And it's like, that's been the downfall of a lot of films now. Genre films are kind of the it factor, particularly superhero Superhero movies. films. You know? So we like I, that's why I say movie studios need to look at the compass, um, or I'm sorry, the, the, the scope of what these movies are. If you have a comedy, if you have a horror film, if you have a drama, you have to look at it from the perspective, okay, what would these movies make right now? And if you have a romantic comedy, let's say the romantic comedy makes $400, $500 million, I think that's a fucking win. That's a win. That's like a billion dollars for that type of genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people aren't going to the theaters for that, especially now with streaming. You have studios now that are tied to streaming services. They're going to look at the fact that, okay, well, you know, we have a streaming service. Let's just dump the movie on the streaming service. And I think that's what happened with Marry Me. Marry Me came out in theaters, and I think it was a simultaneous movie and streaming. Streaming, because I think it was on on Peacock, I think it was. That's what I think it was originally. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's there now because the rights are so weird now. So... Yeah, it's 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 a different level now when it comes to to to, to film. But do you feel like people like, for example, there's bros, you know, yeah. like I I don't know the numbers. I don't know if the movie like just I think it I think it tanked. Did it tank? Yeah, I don't think it. I don't. It, I don't know I don't if it think, made its. I don't know if it made its budget. I don't think it made its budget back. So to you know, and then you know, people were going off being like, oh well, no one likes Billy Eichner because he yells like. You know, he yells at people. You know, people are like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like him anyway. Like, that's why I didn't, you know. And then Billy Eckner is coming back being like, oh, people are homophobes. People didn't watch it. Yeah, he said, he said, oh, the streets. I think he said something along the lines like straight people didn't show, didn't show up for the movie. (sighs) You know. And like, it sucks because it's like, it's not that I didn't want to see the film. Like, I, I, it's just, I don't go to the movie theater as much as I used to anymore. And it's, and it's not because I don't want to, but one one of the movies is freaking expensive these days. Yeah, it's not it. like how it used to when I used to pay $10 a ticket. Going it's to the true. movies now is like 20 bucks yeah. a, a more. I mean, depends on where you live, what movie theater you go to. Like, I can't, I, 
I can't imagine how much a movie going in Times Square is these days. Uh, like where I used to go, I used to, you know, I, I saw Harry Potter. I think what mm-hmm. Harry Potter was it? I used to watch movies opening night when it used to be at midnight. Not this mm-hmm. whole this this shit upsets me so much. Well, the I, Thursday, the Thursday screenings. The now? Thursday now, the Thursday six p.m. screenings. I'm like, it's excuse annoying. me, so annoying. I'm like, then why isn't this movie? Then why aren't you saying this movie's coming out at on that day? Why is all of a sudden like the like opening day is Friday, but the shows are. You can go watch it on Thursday. I yeah. I would have to wait until 11 p.m. to go and get on the train to go to the movie theater to get my ticket at midnight. Okay, to yeah, get I don't a good get, seat. I don't, I don't get where I don't get I don't get why that started. That why I don't that know when started, that started, but you know it's just like I'm not going to the movies as often as I as I'd like, and like yeah. that is something that I'm trying to fix because I love going to the movie theater. But I'm trying to go on the day when it's a little bit cheaper. Because you know how the movie theaters have like Wednesdays. Or matinee. (laughs) Or matinee. But then also what they do is if it's a new movie, it's not guaranteed. You can't go on the cheap. You have to pay full price. Like, Or what they'll do is they won't play it at the matinee. Like when I've noticed a lot of of movies when they come out. Because usually anything before 12 is considered a matinee. If it's Mm -hmm. a brand new movie, they don't have the first show time until 12.05. I'm like, you fucking Wow. You know, they wow. like because they want you to pay full price. Yeah. And if you want to watch it when it's no longer like new, you have to wait a couple of weeks until it's no longer new. And then you could get the reduced price of like Wednesday because they'll have the little asterisk like, oh, might not be all yeah. movies or whatever it is that it says. Like I saw Top Gun at a reduced price because I waited. Yeah. I I waited a while to see it. Yeah. And like there was a couple, there wasn't that many people in the movie theater, but I also go to a pretty small one that's like near me. It's not like one of the big, big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they have like really comfy seats. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, like it's just movie theaters are expensive. And it's not that I didn't want to go watch a romantic comedy because I love rom- that's still yeah, my that's, your, that's, your that's jam. still, that's your that's jam. still my yeah. jam. I love yeah. romantic comedies. I yeah. just and I guess that is something that's just changed. It's just like because you're just so used to just being like, oh, I'm gonna go watch Infinity War, you know, the big spectacle, the big the action. The well, big because that's happening. the thing. That's the thing. It's like you gotta understand. I think we've also what's happened with with movie theaters is it's an event. Anytime, anytime you go to the movies, yes. we, we treat it. We treat things like as an event, mm-hmm. and the spectacle is. is the spectacle, and it's like when you think about a romantic comedy, you don't think about spectacle. You think no. of date night. You know yes. what I mean? You think of this and that. And I don't know, maybe, maybe you know, maybe our perspectives have changed as people. Maybe we don't, maybe, I'm not saying we don't like romantic comedies anymore, but maybe we don't view them as we used to before. Oh, you know, there's, is that there's, like the 2000s? Or, or, or like when people like, do you remember those movies? The ones that used to come out every year that were like the ones with always. like all the Meg actors? Ryan, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Yo, you've got Mayo, Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. You had Matt, you had what Matthew McConaughey and J Lo do a few. You had um uh, how to lose a guy in ten days. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey was his, that was his jam for a minute. That was his thing for a minute. And then he same was thing like, with J Lo, same thing with Kate Hudson. You know, I mean, I think they didn't they just had a movie with um with Channing Tatum and um what's her face um. Uh, um, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. That oh, was I saw. Actually, like, I actually saw that in the movie theater. I actually paid. Yeah, that's that was supposed to be kind of like a romance in the stone. Uh, you know, kind of like a romantic action comedy type. Yeah. Thing. You know, like they, they, they those movies still come out, but I just think that with Bros, um, that is like. I mean, listen, the, you know, the the, the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room is that it is a movie about you know, uh, uh gay people, and 
you still have a large segment of the population in this country that they just, that's not their jam. Let's be 100% real. You know, let's not dance around it. There's a lot of people in this country and in the world that are still not 100% behind it. I give a lot of credit to the studio that released that movie. I don't know what studio did it. I don't know either. But I give them credit because that's a very, um, that's a very uh, 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 big thing to do. To be like, hey, listen, we're going to put this movie out um, for this demographic because it is universal. Sorry, okay, it is for it is for a demographic. Listen, every movie has a demographic. Let's not ignore this. Every movie has a demographic, and Bros has a certain demographic that it's going to. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think we're there as a society yet. I mean, look at the fucking issues we have right now in society. I don't think we're there yet. No. For society to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna show up to watch, you know, um, a romantic comedy about, you know, a bunch of gay dudes. Same thing with like if there was a movie about like lesbians and stuff. I think it would be the same thing. You know what I mean? Well, did you, well, there was a movie, the Christmas movie came out two years ago, but it was I don't think it came on the movie theater, the the lesbian Christmas movie with Kristen Stewart and. Oh my god, I don't remember her her act the actress's name, but the guy from Shit's Creek was in it as well. Do not even you mm. are looking at me like you have no idea. I what have I'm no idea about. what the hell you're talking about. I have no, I have literally no clue what you're talking about. Oh, I just went, wow! There's a movie. I think. Oh my god, what was the name of it? It came out with Kristen. Mm-hmm. It came out. I want to say two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, half yeah, the season. I, 2020 okay. it came out during the pandemic. It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Well, see, that's the thing. During the pandemic, we can't we can't count those movies. Our pandemic was is an anomaly. We can't we can't go off of that. I think I think it's a different story. But again, but the I, movie again, was I just, really. I enjoyed that movie. That one was yeah. Really, was really I think really personally though, but it wasn't a romantic like, comedy. I don't think oh, so. Okay, I think oh, personally speaking though, it's just like I don't think I think there's just a large segment of the population that. That's not their thing. They they're gonna they'll they'll feel and again I'm not saying I agree with them. You know what I mean? Listen, love is love. Love whoever you want. That's fine with me. I have no issues with that. But you know, if a movie doesn't interest me or doesn't interest you or doesn't interest a particular person, you're not gonna go see it. You know what I mean? That's just that's just mm-hmm. the facts of it. You know, um, some movies do do well out there. You know, like anytime we say like for instance when people say like the black films, like when they talk about Tyler Perry. They talk about like those type of movies, you know. Those are what's called what people say. Oh, those are like the the demographic for that is the black community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there are some movies within those communities that do well. You know what I mean? There are some movies that actually bring it out. Maybe, maybe there, maybe maybe there's some people that are right. Maybe there's some people that say, well, Billy Agner isn't the guy that you know people that maybe you should use to well a movie. Maybe that's maybe George- that could be it. Well, you have George Clooney and Julia Roberts who have a romantic comedy coming out. I think it's like this weekend or something like yeah. that or the weekend after. Yeah. So those are two big names. It's a romantic comedy. I'm really interested to see what how that movie does. You yeah, know? I mean, it's, it's listen, box office, box office math is such an interesting that that's like a, that's actually another episode in itself. Like box office math is such an interesting thing to go into because. You can break down a weekend really easily. You can look at, okay, well, what came out last week? What's new this week? What season are we in? There's a lot of things in play. Like this weekend, for instance, the big movie, the big movie that came out is Halloween Ends. But this is the thing. Halloween Ends is also available on Peacock. So this is the other thing. It's mm. just there's other options now. People do not have to go to the movies now because studios are actively releasing movies on 
streaming service. And I want to segue into a, it was a it was a YouTube short that I saw yesterday randomly, but I'm glad that I saw it because now I can bring into this conversation. It, it was ironically it was um we were talking about hot ones the the oh yeah yeah, yeah. um on this episode Matt Damon was there and he was talking about what we're talking about about movies and about how movies are different now than they were before. And he's talking more about the financial aspect. He's like, oh, like you can have a movie come out and it may not do well in the box office. But hey, guess what? Six months later, it's coming out on DVD and it finds a whole new life on DVD. The actors, the producers make money off of the DVD. So you make up a lot of the money. Mm-hmm. But what's happening now? It's going to streaming service. No one's buying physical media anymore. So you're losing that now. And that's the thing that's happening with a lot of these um uh, big time actors and producers. And Isn't directors. that what happened with Black Widow? Well, that's kind what the of. lawsuit. The lawsuit was about that. The lawsuit was about that, and that's kind of like that. that the whole lawsuit where, 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 where her was that. Um, I remember when uh, HBO Max did that whole day and day thing for during the pandemic. Um, they paid out a lot of money to um, actors and producers and directors because they were releasing those movies day and day mm-hmm. on HBO Max. Um, and I think that's the reason why Warner Brothers right now is in such debt because that the last regime that was in control paid out so much money to so many people because they had to pretty much think, oh, well, how well would this movie do if there wasn't a pandemic? We yeah. This, so we'll pay you this. You know what I mean? So it's listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors into why certain movies do better than the others. Well, I just looked it up. Bro's budget was twenty two million. It and it, it made 9.7. That is. That's not going to make that back. That's not. So that's like that is considered a, a failure. Yeah, that's that's a bomb. That's a bomb. That is a bomb. And the, but see, that's the thing, though. There's worse bombs than that because that movie wasn't that expensive to make. I mean, there's movies that cost whew, boatloads more that didn't make it back. You know what I mean? But. Again, the factors are the factors right now. And I just feel like, you know, this is where we're at right now. And studios are being very careful. They're not they're not letting loose with the wallet, you know. They are being extremely careful. Extremely careful. Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. let me let me let me let's let's move on. I want to segue off of that topic into ironically, we're gonna go back into the superhero realm because I don't wanna I have all this stuff fresh in my head. Um, let's talk about, I want to talk about Black Adam. So, oh, yes. The okay. Rock, mm-hmm. We have to start with The Rock. Now, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson is a marketing fucking machine. Oh, yes. That he man, is. that he man works anything. his yes. ass off. Yes. So Black Adam is coming out October 21st. I'm excited to see it. You know what I mean? I'm a big DC guy. There's a lot of stuff happening in that movie there's a lot of what, rumors but they're not really rumors anymore it's kind of confirmations now but and i'll go into that in a few um that man is marketing the shit out of that movie and ironically we were talking about bros and we we're talking about how that bombed and this and that you're seeing how much the rock is going in with marketing now mind you i did see a lot of marketing for bros that's the thing like they marketed on youtube especially i saw a bunch of ads for bros yeah. come up. Yeah, I you know see. what I mean. I, see, they did I saw posters yeah. on. I actually saw posters on the highway for for bros. So they marketed, and then like with Black Adam, I'm seeing the same thing. There's a lot of marketing, 
but see, that's the thing. This is The Rock's bread and butter. That man is everywhere. He is he's loved. He is more loved than he is hated. Oh, that's yeah. that's a formula that I have. Who hates The Rock? There's some people out there that don't like him for whatever reason. And that's fine. That's your perspective. You can like, like as a person or as like. an actor. I think I think uh, I think it's both. Some people don't like him as an actor. Um, but remember, he wasn't that guy wasn't a trained actor. He was a nope. fucking wrestler. Yeah. Which, well, to be honest with you, when you're a wrestler, you kind of are an actor in a way. But well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's marketing the crap out of this movie. This man was at a the premiere for Black Adam was on on Wednesday. Yesterday, he was at a hockey game in Toronto promoting this movie. Um, he was. It wasn't the premiere in Times Square. Yeah, Times Square. Yeah, yeah. nuts. Yeah, uh, he was in a hockey game promoting the movie in Toronto. Um, he was on Good Morning America this week. He was on Fallon this week. He's pretty much doing like a world tour. He even had <laughs> now. This is. Let me tell you something right now. This is where The Rock. This is why I don't really. I can't underestimate this man. This man's perspective on business is insane. Um, there's this, there's this, um, there's this YouTube channel that I follow. Um, his name is Real Anarchy. Um, talks about movies and stuff like that. Kind of like how we talk about. And he, I, he had a live stream yesterday, and I was like on the chat, kind of chatting with him and stuff mm-hmm. about it. And I had pointed something out to him. I'm like, The Rock is because there's a lot of rumors with The Rock possibly and his people possibly being the people that is going to kind of drive the DC brand. Oh. So, and I was saying to him, The Rock, I don't think The Rock will do that, like be the head of DC, like, or his people be head of DC, because I feel like their business, they have their, they have their feet in so many pools. The Rock is in business with WB. He's in business with Disney. He's in business with Universal. He's in business with Netflix. He's in business with Sony. That's five different fucking studios. And big studios too. Exactly. You know what I mean? So he, and then the thing with him is his movies have made money. Like, you can't sit here and tell me his movies didn't make money. Jumanji made bank. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm I actually saying? like those movies, though. They're real good. good um, uh, Jungle, Jungle Cruise did very well. It's, it's, it might get a sequel. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think it is, actually. Um, he, has, uh, he, has, um, he has Black Adam coming out. Didn't you know, he right do now. the one with Kevin Hart? I heard that. Yeah, he's central, good. Central Super Intelligence. Pets. No, oh, no, yeah, no, Super, no. Oh, Super Pets. Yeah, Super, Super Pets. Pets is good. Actually, so I seen it twice because because my daughter was watching it the other day. It's, it did it did well. It's a good yeah. movie. It's actually yeah. a really good movie. Um, he has he has his his feet in so many different areas. That man knows business. So here he is, marketing this movie. And I don't know if you know the history of this movie. The Rock has been trying to get this movie made for fourteen years. Yeah, I. He loves this character. Yeah, he's like this is the character he loves. This is who he wanted. And he got it off the ground. He fucking did that. Him and his people, Seven Bus Production, uh, um, his his ex-wife, Danny Garcia, she's she's one of the preds of it, as is her brother, Hiram Garcia, his, his former brother-in-law too. They're all like, you know, they're all one big team. Mm. And then just to go into what I was talking about with Black Adam, I'm very excited for it because, you know, you're, you're expanding this DC universe. You know, the DC universe right now is kind of like, you know, it's kind of a float. Like, you know, people don't know where it's going to go. I think after this movie, we're going to see where it's going. And then the big, you know, 800-pound gorilla in the room is that there's an end credit scene uh... featuring a featuring a character that has an S on his chest. Now, for a long time, the rumors were, oh, well, rumor is that it's going to be kind of like the headless cameo that we got in Shazam at the end where Superman oh, came out. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. said like that or it was going to be like, we were going to see and it's been revealed that, no, you see the actor. And it's the actor that everybody has been wanting to come back. So, you know, I'm not going to say anything more because I don't want to, 
you know, spoil anything. Yeah. Go see the movie, please. Are they it. are they antagonists? Probably? Okay, well, well, okay, they are because Black Adam is 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 an anti-hero. He's 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 yeah. pretty much That's, that's what the I've one heard. thing Based off of like, cause the the social media embargoes were lifted on Thursday, and they've they've been very very positive. You know, they're not they're not like full on reviews, but for most yeah, of the purposes, yeah. they've been very positive. Black Adam is a brutal character. He is he is not Batman. He is not Superman. He is like you do me and my people wrong. I, I will, will kill fucking you. kill you. Yeah. There is no like I'm gonna give you another chance. No, there is no other chance. And then apparently, you know, when you see this movie, you find out why he is the way he is. You know what I mean? So there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of goodness coming out of this, and there's a lot of world. Supposedly, there's a lot of really good world building that is done in this movie mm. that could kind of lead where the DC universe is gonna go forward. And it's exciting because that's the one thing DC had a guy in place before that had a plan. That was Zack Snyder. And the mm-hmm. studio at that time and their people that are not there anymore, they did him dirty. Really, really dirty. Yeah, as we and all know. They've, yeah. they've, um, you know, I think that studio has regretted doing that. I, I think, I personally think they probably were like, we wish Zach was still here because he had a plan. Now you have The Rock in place and he kind of has a plan on what he wants to do. Him and his people have a plan. But his plan is also a way of introducing other characters. Kind of sound familiar to me a little bit kind of sounds very Feige-esque mm. in the sense of like, we're going to expand. We're not just going to focus on these characters. We're trying to build the other characters. And in this movie, you could see they're introducing the Justice Society of America with Hawkman, who played by Aldous Hodge. So I'm excited to see. I love that that guy is getting an opportunity to show off because he's he's another good actor. You've seen him in a bunch of things and you're like, oh, why doesn't this guy get a lot of work? Well, he's going to have an opportunity now. Show up and support the movie. Because if you show up and support the movie, there's a high likelihood that Hawkman gets his own movie. You know, mm, yeah, he's, another, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a black actor um, playing a character. And, you know, that's what we need. We need more more heroes of color out there. Give him an opportunity. Go see the movie. You have Pierce fucking Brosnan playing Dr. Fate like that in itself is huge. Dr. Fate is like Dr. Strange for the DC, uh, for the DC okay. thing. But his story is is a lot different than Dr. Strange. There's like a there's a sadness to it. It's awesome. You know, you have Noah Centineo, Mr. Netflix. He's playing Adam Smasher, kind of akin to like, you know, I guess you want to say Ant-Man. He can, he can go down uh, the size into an Adam. You have yeah. Cyclone. Um, and then you have Black Adam. You know what I mean? Like you have a bunch of characters and then you can see through the teasers and stuff, they're building something. And that's exciting. As a DC fan, it's really, really exciting to see where they're going and how it's going to be. I'm going to see the movie in a few weeks. And it comes out on the what next 21st. Friday, twenty first. Yeah, so I'm gonna next see it, Friday. and then I'll give you guys, you know, my uh, my review on it um, after I watch it. So I'm very excited to 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 check it out. And again, I think that um, things, you know, I, I think that DC is is in a good place. I think again with with the new people in charge, new people mm-hmm. running things, they are trying to find a head to run things. I think that after this movie comes out, if it does well, which I think it will, I think if this oh, movie, it's definitely gonna this make money. Movie makes if this movie opening weekend makes let's say seventy five to ninety million, I think that's a win. I think that's a solid win, considering it's October. Um, it's a character that a lot of people aren't familiar with. I think it's a win, and I also hope that it has rewatchability because that's what makes a movie. When the movie has legs and people go back and see it, that like a- says something to a studio. Like, uh, we never talked about this, but like Top Gun, mm-hmm. 
like that rewatchability. See, that's Top Gun is a special. That was that's just a special. That's almost an anomaly, and that <laughs> that deserves that deserves a, that actually deserves its own episode. That movie just because of what that movie did and has done and continues to do in the box office and in video sales and everything. It's amazing. All kudos to Tom Cruise on that one. But yeah, um, going back to the topic, Black Adam's coming out. Go watch it. Go support these movies. You know, I know people are saying, oh, probably one that's also another superhero movie. Da, da, da. It's not just that. You have to look at the fact that it's being produced by The Rock, Seven Bucks Production. It's produced by a group of, of, of people of color that mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. building this movie. You know what I mean? They t- they're taking... The Rock is, again, he's being brave in the sense that he's taking a character that people don't know. They're not familiar with Black Adam. And not only that, he's taking a character that is considered a bad guy. So he's not even taking a good guy. Yeah, yeah, When you think about The Rock, you always think about, oh, he's the hero. He's this and that. I really think people are going to see this movie. They're going to be like, holy shit, this this guy is not a fucking hero. He's he's bad. So I think people are going to see this movie. They're going to be kind of intrigued by it. They're going to be like, oh, wow. The Rock is kind of playing a bad guy in this movie. Like, how many times has The Rock really played a bad guy? You know, granted, he's a bad guy, but he's a bad guy with morals kind of like thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so like, it's interesting. I'm, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that this movie, it, not that it'll be, it's funny because we have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and we have Black Adam coming yeah. out, is I think because both of these movies have anti-heroes as the villain Mm -hmm. but i'm pretty sure there will be a point in this movie where they are not the villain and they will join with the heroes and Mm -hmm. for that time period and then they're like okay i'm on your side yeah because there's a principal villain in this movie there's a principal villain in this movie you see in the trailer you see him as like this red kind of devil looking creature his name is sabak he's kind of the principal villain in the movie I don't think he's going to be like a, a super big bad because, you know, this, the whole point of a first movie is not to establish the super big bad and that's it. You know, it's to no. establish the, the protagonist, which is what Black Adam is. He's the protagonist. Yes. Yeah. But so, he's but like I, an anti-hero. But then it's interesting yeah. with like Wakanda Forever yeah. where we have um, Namor, Namor yeah. who is an anti-hero. Yeah. But I will say that this movie has done, like at least from what I've seen, is they haven't shown – Yet, if he is the villain, or if there is a higher, yeah, something else on the side that it's going to come in, then they're going to be like, yeah. "All right, we have to work together." I really, I don't know because that's why I'm intrigued. That's why I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm, intrigued. With, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued with Wakanda Forever because I feel like there's still a lot of mystery in that movie. They haven't revealed. They've they've done very well with the trailers where they haven't revealed much of anything. Much anything. It's kind of like what you said with the whole gift wrap. Like, oh, there's yeah, a little peek. Yeah. I think they, and I was going to mention that before when you said that, that I feel like Wakanda Forever, Ryan Coogler, has done, like, they, that team has done really well with They've done. They've done very with well with this. it. I think, I think Wakanda Forever is going to be, I think it's going to be special. I also, you know, in that, it, in that, in that show that I saw, the, 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 the YouTube show I was watching yesterday, we were talking about, they were talking about that, about Wakanda Forever and. I think Wakanda Forever is going to have a huge opening weekend. I think it's going to be do massive bucks oh. opening weekend. I also think, and now this is this is a hot take. I think the weeks after it's gonna it's gonna go down a lot. Why you're asking? And again, this is a hot take. I'm not predicting this happen. I don't want this happen. I want this movie to do well. I think it's going to be a heavy movie. I think oh, it's going to yes. be very heavy for some people to go back and watch. Yes, you know I what agree. I mean. 
crying and be really sad. Like, oh, I'm like why do I want to go and very, cry again? Very sad because the whole point of Wakanda Forever is confronting the death of T'Challa, but it's also Chadwick confronting Boseman. the death of Chadwick Boseman. It's confronting that death. And I think that might be too heavy for some people. I don't know if how people are going to feel like, oh, I'm going to go see this movie again. It's yeah. confronting the death of this actor. And that might be a lot for some people. Maybe that's one true. People I never thought about that, but that's true. That is very true. Yeah. You know, because I understand, like, I know people say, oh, well, that didn't happen in Dark Knight or, uh, you know, with, with, with Heath Ledger. And, and well, I think it's different with Dark Knight. Dark Knight was a was a different kind well, of the thing. The Joker altogether. doesn't die in the... F- he like the actor died, but the yeah. character is still alive. Yeah, and like this, this movie, is like the yeah. character has died. The character they are and moving then, the mantle. Yeah, exactly. And then we don't know when in the movie the character dies. We don't know if it's in the beginning of the movie. They just go right off the bat in the beginning. We don't know how it happens, where it happens, how they're how, portraying and that's the it. Thing. There's a lot of factors in play here that they have me wondering: How is this going to really affect people watching this movie? What if people watch the movie? And they genuinely don't like the movie because of the direction of where they go with this character, how it happened, why it happened. What if it upsets people? They're like, nah, they shouldn't have done it this way. Da 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 da. I'm telling man. you, there's a that, scary, that, that's scary. why I'm that's it's why scary. I'm kind of like again, opening weekend is gonna fucking it's gonna make opening yeah. weekend that movie's gonna make two hundred million dollars. I'm 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 telling oh, you, I'm calling it right now. It's gonna yeah. be two hundred million. It's gonna make it's gonna be the biggest opening weekend of this year. I don't even think I don't I don't think Avatar will get that high. I really do. Um, but I really wonder on rewatchability with that movie. Because I think I think it's gonna be very heavy subject matter. This is gonna be very, very heavy because it's not gonna be it's what we talked about with, with Marvel movies. I don't think it's gonna be a typical Marvel movie. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of joking, a lot of stuff, because I don't think this is that type of movie. Remember what I said last week? I think this movie might feel more like a standalone, a a real standalone movie. Like yeah. it's a standalone kind of, it's on its own kind of pedestal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it wouldn't surprise me if Feige said, told Ryan Coogler, listen, this is your movie. Don't worry about, don't worry Filling about Filling in like other don't worry things, about connective yeah. tissue. Don't worry about that. Focus on telling you the story you want to say. Especially, especially because they already had a plan. You know, yeah. they were like, oh, Chai is coming back. This is the plan. This is how we're going to connect it. Who knows? Like, they already knew. And then the it was like. Went out the window. It's gone. Oh, wait, what? My it's main gone. actor has passed away. Yeah. So now I have to make decisions. Do I kill this character? Yeah. Do I recast? This is why, which is what we've talked yeah, about. That's, that's why, that's why a lot know, of people. I, and I'm telling you, I think I really. I don't want it to be this. But I think it's going to go in that realm. I think that's going to be the big topic of conversation after mm-hmm. this movie comes out. Yeah. I think people are really going to talk about maybe they should have recasted this movie. Because who are you to say that people are going to be okay with whoever they put as Black Panther? Black Panther, in the people's minds, has always been T'Challa. It's T'Challa. This is it. And if you put Suri in to take over, I don't know how people are going to feel about that. Not because it's Suri, but because it's not T'Challa. It's kind of like if they. It's kind of like if in Batman they kill Bruce Wayne, and, and they say, "Oh like, well, it's going to be it's going to be Dick Grayson. Robin's going to step up." It's not. It's it's mm-hmm. it's not Bruce Wayne. It's not it's not that guy. But see, in this 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 is why this is different. In this aspect, it's very different. Why? Because the actor actually died. Died. Yeah. 
And this movie is going to go into that in the forefront. And I don't know how comfortable people are going to be. It's going to be like a eulogy. How many times do people go back to funerals? Yeah. You go to the funeral once. You don't go to a funeral twice. You don't go to a funeral every week. Why? Because it's heavy. Yeah. It's a heavy thing. And man, I don't know, man. I, I, I really the don't know. The rewatchability. I might be, I might be, I might be completely wrong. This movie might do like fuck, it might make two billion dollars. It wouldn't surprise me. But I'm also I'm also in, on the fence of of the rich the rewatchability of this film. Are people gonna go back to see this movie? Because when you go back, you're gonna be reminded all the time that this person died. And it's again, it's not like Joker. I mean, not like Dark Knight, because in the Dark Knight, he, you know, Heath Ledger wasn't the whole movie. You know what I mean? He played the character through and through. In this movie, he didn't play in this movie for no, all yeah. says, he didn't play the character. And they are confronting the death of T'Challa, but also the death of Chadwick. Yeah. They're eulogizing him in the movie. They're having a procession, a funeral procession in the movie. That's mm-hmm. gonna that's gonna affect people. There's gonna be people in that theater crying that they're probably gonna be like, I don't know if I can sit through this movie. Yeah. You know what I'm or saying? Or even like the like, so, you know, because when the I, premiere yo, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know be. what's gonna I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be pretty, pretty rough. Hey guys, Melody here. So Rodney and I, we kind of ran out of time after this conversation and we decided to end things there. But guys, please do not forget to like, rate, and follow this podcast. Um, You can also find me on YouTube at The Watchaholic as well, where I do all sorts of movie reactions, TV reactions, and lately I've been doing some music reactions as well. Um, Tune in next week where Rodney and I are going to be diving into our main, main topic, which is going to be all about Star Wars. That's right. We're going to dive into all of the newest shows. We're going to go back talking about Boba Fett, The Mandalorian, the future of the Star Wars, what, you know, Disney has done wrong with Star Wars in the past, what they should do moving forward. We're going to talk about how Star Wars, you know, uh, became a part of our lives. We're really, really going deep into just all things Star Wars next week. So I hope you guys will tune in to that episode. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.